Chapter 47, Hamshachayim Beis, Volume 1, Discourse 12. Nachmu, Nachmu. So beginning in Chapter 46, after the Rebbe Rashab laid out the spatial structure, the hierarchy of the spheres and the hierarchy of the worlds, he now is tying up and fitting in, um, let's say, Filling in some of the key, some a few final points in the puzzle of Erpinimi. The Erpinimi we deter, we established is like the Kechas Hanefesh, like the faculties of the soul, already in the energy level has some defined structure that takes on shape as it evolves from the level of the hidden spheres as God envisions it. Through this, after the tzimtzum, which we discussed at length, there's two tzimtzumim actually. One that conceals the infinite light and reveals the finite vision. And the second, siluk, that, 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 uh, that conceals... I'm sorry, siluk, that completely conceals the infinite light and allows the distinct... Yeah, that's the first. And the second is the concealment that's necessary from the root of the finite vision, so to speak, to the kav, that it should have distinct spheres that should emerge. That's the mute, yeah. And then came the third step, that the, the, the energies then have to manifest in containers in Atsilas. And that's when you have the complete structure. So now, the, the part of the puzzle that the Rebbe Rashab fills in now, beginning from chapter 46, is what really determines and what is the nature of why this Erpinimi is Erpinimi. And the bottom line is, that it would not exist were it not for the creation of the worlds. In other words, it's the purpose of existence that determines that the energy should be integrated energies. Left on their own, so to speak, if the divine light were just to shine without any other interest, it would be an infinite, uh, undefined, not manifest, like he calls ermakif. It would be everywhere equal. Not that, not that that would either need, need, not be necessary. It doesn't say that here. Because what, God, what would God need to have oil altogether for? Later we're going to learn that even the air HaMakif, even the air HaBligvu, which is the more natural flow of, of divine energy, is also ultimately, because Atmos doesn't need air altogether. It doesn't need any air. But right now, the key, the key point is, what creates, why would an artist, who's not even an artist, he's not defined by being an artist, he's not defined by being a creator, why suddenly would there become a certain defined structure called ten hidden spheres? The answer is because in order for the, because, because of the creation. Like he says, that Luleha Elamis, without worlds, this is the exact lesson here. These levels, there's no room for them. There's no possibility for them. There's no... Um, and I was thinking, why it doesn't say you'd think there's no need for them. He says, Not only there's no need. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not well, suddenly where? What, why would, where would they come from? And then he uses an expression, These are two critical lines when you read the chapter again. The whole essence, all the ten spheres are the tzedach elements. In other words, take away existence, and God doesn't need to know that he's a chanun and rachum and he has all these qualities. It's because of existence. As he explained. So therefore, because there's that desire, as he says, to rule, 
there's a desire for a structured existence. We're not getting into why there's such a desire, but there is such a desire that necessitates. When I say necessitates, it means based on this structure, and God wants us to understand the structure and reconnect to the divine source that put the structure in place. That's why the structure begins in the so-called mind of God before the symptom. So, so what he's adding here in these few chapters that has not been really said, even though it, you can say it was implied, because obviously, clearly, but he didn't spell it out. He didn't spell out why is Erpanimi Erpanimi? You know, why not? Why isn't it Ermakiv? Why is it not a uh, equalizer? Why is it so distinct that there's the level of Chachmah, the energy of Chachmah, and the container of Chachmah, and all the details of how they fit into each other, and all the levels that we discussed? The answer is because that's the structure God wants. And because there's such a structure, that's why you have all these levels. Take away Lula Elamis, should there be no world, which means so no structure, no existence, then there is no need for Erpnimi. So bottom line is, this answers the question that he asked, isn't the isn't the isn't the the ten hidden spheres also miyuchet? He said it's also united with the divine essence before the symptom. That's what he said. He says we learned before. He said like this. I'm not, the name is Barleil. He said the shoshes am gankem miyuchadim by etzem. Shuzel in yishmiya miyuchet vehem min akonav. Also, the, 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 when, when, when the, the artist, or in this case the creator, envisions a certain thing, that vision is just as united with him as any area is united with him. But there, that's where he comes but there it's united, but there it's already taking on a particular personality. There he's already envisioning how he's going to create the worlds. And that's why the air has an esosphirus. Because the purpose of this energy is in order for there to be worlds. So yes, it's united, but it has a distinct uh, properties. And those distinct properties, what distinguishes it from the Eirein Sof Habligvul, the infinite light, which will not manifest in containers. And that's why he elaborates in this whole thing that the whole purpose of the sphere is, the whole, without the world, there's no need for this energy. So in other words, this Entity, though it's united with the divine, but it's united with the divine as a, in a particular fashion. It has a particular role to play. Whereas if you ask the Eden Seif Abligul, if you interview the Eden Seif Abligul, they have no role to play. They can't only say, we're only here to reveal the essence. Like we'll learn later and we learned earlier. It's only, well, my role, Gilei Etzim. Whatever God wants me to do, I do. If you ask the Eid Habagvul, the Shersha Eidus, what's your role? They say, our role is to shape existence. Are you shaping it? No, not yet. But we, that, we, that's why we have come into being. I'm just you know, doing two interviews here with two. Now, if you ask them, they're both doing God's, uh, God, uh, fulfilling God's will and the plan. But one of them is just expressing God, godliness. What way? Spirit of St. Ketz, whatever it is. The second one is, is, is the vision of a particular existence. Now, that vision is going to have to go through, as we spoke, Tutsim Tzumim, uh, the, the Siluk and the Helam and the Miut, and then the Kav, and then going into containers, etc. But you have already something that's taken place, which explains the Min Kanaf. It's, it's the same personality as the Divine, just sits as the same personality as the Begit itself. But if you ask Eirein Sofa Blikvul, the infinite light, that's the Begit, that's the garment. The Tzitzis are already a separate entity, attached, but of the same material. So it's of the same material, but it has already a type of particular focus, so to speak. So basically, it's almost like saying, uh, I don't want to say the word unfocused, 
But you know, we talked about the example of the projector. You put a projector, you project light onto a wall. So you see white light on a wall. That's Eden Sofa Bligvul. The projector being the source, of course. Then you put a film in. Even before you turn the light on, or before you turn, that's not a good example. Even before you actually see the image on the wall, what you've done now is already created something that has focus. It's going to have definition. So someone says, are you light or are you definition? The answer is I'm light. But I'm a light that is now meant to bring definition to existence. If you ask Eirah Blikvul, there's no definition there. It's just white light. So I, I can't. You know, I don't think it's even the film. The film is already also after the Simpson. Okay. I would say it's it's the, the 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 one who's creating the film that's going to be put into the projector that will ultimately uh, project a, a very defined image. But the bottom line is, it's almost like saying there's the divine as it expresses without definition, and there's the divine that expresses with definition. In the highest source, all it is is the definition and the divine will, of what he wants to have wants to want to come into being. So on one hand it's completely godliness. There's not one shred of anything that's outside of God. There's no yesh there. But on the other hand you cannot just call it um uh, what's it called the undefined light. It has it has it has a purpose and it's the purpose is as I said, Lula Elamus and then he continues and explains in the Sphiris the main thing he explained in this chapter was Malchus and the Midas. So where do we see that the Sviris are the Tzedek So let's start from the bottom up, he begins. Malchus. Ein melech bloyam. In other words, take away the Am, there's no melech, basically. <coughs> Not getting into that Dein Elam part, that needs its own uh, discussion. But, so bottom line is, the Sviris are Malchus, why? Because he says, because God desired an Noah melech and a melech bloyam, and therefore, all of it is Elamus. That's why it arose in a desire to have worlds. Take away Lula HaElemis, a Leishayich, Bechinus Elo. As simple as that. Now, of course, you could ask the question, like, he does, like in a way he does with Adene Elam, but one second, what came first here? The worlds come first or Machus comes first? The first comes the desire to be a Melech. So you could ask the question, where did that desire come from? If there's nothing going on, if without the world there's no midah, there's no svidus, so but without the world there is a desire for for a world and for svidus. So the answer to that is that obviously it all begins with nesava that God desires a structure. In other words, what he's trying to say is not that the worlds define that that's what God. It's not you have worlds first and then God wants it. God wants something. He doesn't use that expression here. He uses all the bretzena no emlech. But that was a certain time. A certain time. He wanted before that time. He didn't want to. Well, you know, there's no time. So hey, let's put it this way. The way I would say it is not the time. I would say the question is whether all of Atmos is invested in that, or is it only a, a component? So according to Chassidus, because it's nesave b'atzmusa, you have to say the whole Atmos is captured in that Nesava. But like I never saw Chassidus saying, like it says in Chassidus, That's clear. There are many more things, and the creation of the world is just one of infinite things God can do. So he's not a Moir, defined by a Moir, he's much more. 
But the question that we could ask, Achkira, is is the laser ikra lakush and the savad leaders leidira v'tachtena? That doesn't say anywhere. The laser ikra lakush of that is that he's that he's the nation of and and mitzvahs. That also doesn't say. So when Chassidus says mitzvahs are misyachsus ala atzmos and the sav is batzmusay, that does change something. What it means is that it's that that you can say. The Medrash says in the Sava, but Alter Rebbe says it's an Atzmus and the Fatayva is in Shtok and Kasha. Alter Rebbe says that it's an Atzmus? Yeah, 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 clearly. In my modern the Sava, but Atzmus is Baruch. No, the Rebbe explains it. No, the Alter Rebbe is Isis. With Hasbara of the other Rabbeim. So in the Sava is Batzmusay. And that's the ultimate reason. So the other reasons, Kabbalah says the Gal Shlem is Kechesov to reveal his abilities. Or the tevatev lahetiv to do good, or yakiruk delosa, whatever, all the different things that's that that the explained. The Rebbe Rashab and some of them. That depends. Yeah, begin the That's already levels, but it all begins because nisave. So therefore, their reasons develop on other levels. In in the sichas chelik vav shmeis second sicha levenim sicha avonim and levenim talks about parichas. But the point I just want to add is that obviously everything originates there. So it originates that God desires an existence like we know it. But once he desires that, without that existence, there's no need for spheres. So take away existence, there'd be no esospheres. There'd be no shtalshlus for that matter. Not necessarily, I said that before. But he doesn't discuss that here. Here he's discussing makif is the natural flow of a divine light. But a, but a, a divine light that has identity and definition is definitely... Because of a reason. In other words, without a reason, it doesn't exist. Why would there be Esosphiris? God doesn't need it. So the answer is, because God wants worlds. And because there were Lula Elimus, Leishayachim, I just wanted to, we say Lula Elimus, and someone can say, what do you mean Lula Elimus? It starts with the worlds, or it starts with the desire? So it goes two ways. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't say it specifically, but he says that erosion is will, and because of that, that's why, he wanted worlds because they're worlds. Therefore, you need the spheres. Later, he's going to discuss that even Era Blikvul also has a purpose for existence. But for all practical purposes, now that comes the next section, the next Shvu Sayin Gimel. We start speaking that even the Era, because because remember, since God does not need Er, he doesn't need Era Blikvul and Makif either. But for all practical purposes, right now Era Makif and Blikvul is more or less a flow of divine energy. So that's fine. Here the Chiddush is primarily, what, 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 why is there Eir Pnimi? And the answer is, because that's, that's the desire, because, the, because you need a structure. And since you need a structure, therefore, all the way in the root, the structure begins to emerge. And that's, that's the spheres of Sagmosis, the ten hidden spheres. Shirat So, Yes, at the end of the day, it remains one big question, which we'll never have an answer to, because that's why Taiva, there's no question. Why did God desire a structure? That's his desire. But once he did desire it, that structure, and, be, and he wants not just, when we say God desires, not only desired a structure, he desired a structure that would reflect him, that would make sense, and that we can understand and we can climb the ladder to appreciate backwards. That's also part of the structure. So it's not just he wants a structure. Because he wants all that, that compels already a whole series of events have to begin now. Then that dot structure compels that there be spheres. 
but take away the structure. That's the Melchus. Then he goes to Midas and contrasts Midas and Moichim, emotions and intellect. Whereas intellect is a primarily isolated and let's call it uh, what is really uh, self-contained experience. Several ways he explains that. Number one is to understand an idea, you don't need another person. On the contr- the fact that your students add, that's already an additional element. That's not because you don't understand it, because they add to what you understand. Additionally, in certain situations, on the contrary, another will dis- disturb and confuse. When you need to, for example, deliberate and come to some clarity, or you need a new haskola, a new idea, you need to be isolated, you need to be alone. And even not only alone compared to a student, but also within yourself, you need to remove yourself from your other faculties and your other involvements. And finally, Meichen, by nature, about Meichen, he said, is someone that is more on his own. More, more lonely, so to speak. Alone. Because that's what Meichen is, the nature of Meichen. Whereas Midas, on all levels, is the opposite. Midas means that you need another person to give to, to transmit to. And without that person, Midas cannot be exist. Like he says, Kaloi Haya. Take away... Uh, the individual, the, the media has no purpose or no no fo- substance, no focus, no no substance. And also, media by itself means kiruv. You feel close to someone, that's why you have a feeling toward them. Whereas in Meichen, it's not that way. So midas too, therefore, which are svidas, are only there for something outside of itself. Take away. Lula ha'elam is going back to that. I'm using his language. Shakola but of course, this leaves us with a question with Meichen. Within Meichen also mid, uh, spheres. There's three spheres here. So we covered seven. Chesed, Gvur, Teferes, Netzachet, Yisrael, Malchus, he established our Lutzer, Lechelimus. Without that, there's no, uh, there's no, they, 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 it's because of that, that's why they exist. Let me just make this again clear. This doesn't mean that God doesn't have chesed within him and gvura and teferis. But if there's no world to give it to, there's no purpose to discuss it. Remember the lush language in the Zayar, Par Pinchas. So he's called Chochem and he's called Chanon and all that. So of course God contains all these possibilities. But why would they emerge? They only emerge because there's something there's something outside that needs that needs them. Or the, or the other way around. Because of that outside thing, that's why they exist in a tangible form. To say they exist in Atmos, fine. So what? There are a lot of things exist in Atmos. So Esospheres, meaning tangible ten spheres, why are they there? They're not here to tell us that God has ten spheres. They're here, to, they're here to serve a function that's necessary. And that function is not in them, it's outside of them. We see that these spheres are dependent on something outside of them. What do you mean by that? We discussed that, yeah. That's one aspect, I mean. And the other meters fall into place because they're not. Because they have some Well, I said, because God desires a structure of existence... That's why you have all the spheres come emerge. Look, we shall learn that everything is that. In Tanya, he says in Pedic Lamed Vov, 
And the Sava Kodesh Baruch Hu did it with Tachtenim. It says, El Mitzalyenim is Heil Lahem Yeridim Epneiz Baruch. That expression, you're familiar with that expression? Because they are Yeridim Epneiz Baruch. So there's a different interpretation of Chassidus. What means the Yeridim? One of them is, because what's the purpose of them? What does God need? God is Atzmus, he's a Shlemus without Atzilus. What's the purpose of Atzilus? Atzilus is only all it is, is a Yerid, compared to Atzmus. Not to, it's a just, what, what does he need to manifest in a world of Eris and Kalim? Whereas Tachtenim adds something that only Tachtenim could add, which is what the desire to create a world that's completely distant from godliness, and we should transform it. But, the, but for example, for, but, but what's the point of a thing that's shlemus, that's complete shlemus, what, what need does it have to express, to, to, you know, if you were a teacher and completely self-contained, you, knew, you need nothing. Okay? Why would you just create something that just reveals you in a more diminished way? And that the whole Seyed fits into that. Tachtenim is the only thing that doesn't fit into that because Tachtenim has, is, is not a need per se. Tachtenim is the desire to transform a, a world that's opposite of you actually. So there, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's, a, there's a purpose. But what's the purpose just to reveal? So that's why you have to say that whole say this is for Elam Hazatah. It's one of the explanations. It's somewhat connected a little here. That's why I'm mentioning it. What were you saying? Well, could we take that further, a step further into, into the physical world? There are, there are, there are planets that are a billion light years away and nobody even knows about them. No one knows who's been there. What is the purpose of It's a good question. What's the answer? Richard Feynman was a great physicist, a Jew, and he said something which till this day disturbs me because I don't really have a full answer. Only, I mean, I'll, I'll, I think I have an answer, somewhat based on Ayn Bayes. He said that he's to believe in God. And what, yeah. And what's, the study of science was the thing that bothered him most because he understood design, the world has design, has purpose. You could see life. You know, basically, you see that there's, there's some, they saw, some call it uh, the, 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 what they call it? Um, the anthropic principle, it's called. Anthropic principle means, no, 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 not expansive. Anthropic principle means, anthropic means there's a focus. That it seems, even scientists will say this, that even if you don't, that nature has collaborated in a completely irrational way or a completely very rational way for life. Because the factors that make life exist all you need is one thing not to work and it wouldn't so it looks like in other words all of existence is created for life to work yeah anything like that right and the millions of different pieces have to work okay fine so some people they call that traffic principle some say that's that's what you mean that's God basically so his what bothered him was the expanse of the universe he said why would God create so much wasted space that no one's ever going to see or benefit from to him it didn't make sense it would make sense, for example, if we had a moon, a solar system. You know, you, you could explain why the planets, even a million miles away, have some impact on us. But, but, but at some point, it's so beyond. So, of course, you could argue that all that beyond also has a purpose, and we don't understand it yet. Just like once upon a time, we didn't know that trees in the forest help life on Earth, and the oceans are necessary. You know, everything is. But the question he has is the expanse of this, this the simple mass amount. To him, so it seemed like if you were a real architect, why would you waste so much space? You create a building, create a second building, create 20 buildings, create an earth. So, thinking about it, and Ayin Bey's later, he's going to say that there's Eir HaBligvul that doesn't have a direct, like he says here, it's not for the world directly, but it has a purpose. You know what the purpose is? To create Bittl in the world. 
by knowing that it exists and it's outside of us, gives us a sense of awesomeness. So it could be that the expansion of the universe is more like a manifestation of the Eir HaBligvul. That's not Bligvul, but I mean to say, from our point of view, the sheer fact that we know that it's so mysterious, right, teaches us also something. So it teaches us, because if the world was all logical and everything would make sense, and you could, you could actually come to the edge of the solar system, you know, bottom line is, okay, it's Mamala Kalam. But in Seyv of Kalam, the idea that something beyond us, and we actually see it in our existence, something beyond Mokim, in Mokim, so to speak, is, I mean, that would be my answer if he was sitting here. The point I want to make here is that, um, that I just wanted to clarify because a lot of details here, you know, you read it, it sounds simple, but you start going into it, it's not so simple. Because the Esses Fetus, I mean, obviously you can argue, one second, according to the reason, the Gala Shlemus Keches of the God wants, it says in Eitzchayim in the beginning, God wants to reveal the Shlemus of his Keches. So Esses Fetus, without Seyrechayelimus, Esesphiris is God's desire to reveal himself. But first of all, reveal himself to whom? To himself? That's not, as soon as you say reveal yourself, like, like here, like chesed, gvura. Midis, ishaich elazulus. So even according to that reason, forget about dira betachtenim for a moment, also necessitates, in other words, it's God's desire that something should, to reveal himself to what? To some recipient. So the question is whether the focus is on the recipient or the focus is on just the expression. Like you could say, some artists create art just to express themselves, and some create art so people should benefit from them. So that's the two reasons. The Galashlem's Kechis or Lahaki or Begindish Tamaidin is more like Galash. Begindish means that he should be known. It's a little more than just revealing himself, it's also that he should be known. So it's Yakiru Gdulashi. It's more like Kalim. What it says there is basically, it's from, it's from Ayin Vav later in Ayin Beis, that Legal Shlemes Kechesov is the reason Mitzad Eir. That's what Eir wants to do, reveal itself. The reason Mitzad Yakiru Gdulase or Begindish Tamudin is more Kalim, that there should be Kalim to receive you. And Dira Betachtenim is beyond Eir and Kali. So you could argue that Svidas are there in order to reveal God's com- completion. But at the end of the day, that requires something God reveal to something. So, however you twist it, whether kavon is tachtenim mamish like in dirim tachtenim, you still need some type of audience. Okay, fine. So be it. My point is that it still works. Then esesfiris are not there just purely for God. It's there because there's a tzedek. It says a tzedek for something. Tzedek elamis. He doesn't use dirim tachtenim here. So, for all practical purposes, you could say that. Yeah, the audience here is malachim. Fine, we're not getting now into Aveda and Bechira and Shvidas Aklipas or Yafichas HaCheshech. We're not talking about Tachtem. But the bottom line is, purely from God's perspective, there's no recipient, there's no need for the ten spheres. Bottom line. Now the truth is, if you think about it, that answer is also Chachma Bin Adas. The Gimel Meichin. Does God need Meichin? It's true, we said Meichin is only a revelation to yourself. But from God's perspective, what, what, what the, why is there a need for Meichin? God needs what? You know, he doesn't need to think. You know, by us, we could say, yeah, you, you're a person about Meichin. You sit alone and you think. That's part of your ex- life experience. And then Midas is where you need another. I don't know if that's what he's going to answer, but that to me is like the obvious thing. So, but the question is, what is Meichin's role then? That's what's going to be discussed now in this next chapter. Two chapters, I think. What is the role of Meichin in this Tzedach HaElemus? Since Meichin is really for itself, for yourself, clearly God does not need Meichin. 
So in other words, let's not make God into this type of isolated, lonely Balmech. That's not Atmos is beyond Mechin and Midas. But we have we have established that Malchus and Midas are connected and necessitate Azulas, another. Bottom line establishing what he said before that uh, the air, the energy, as it stands in Shir Atzmi Bekeach, is unique and distinct. It's distinct because it is connected to something that is uh, that has to create a structure. Whereas the Eid Habligvul is not connected to that at all. As I said, later we'll discuss the questions on the table. Absolutely, Eid Habligvul, the same question. God does not need Eid Ensof, period. And even on the highest levels. But for all practical purposes, here we're distinguishing between Eid Primi and Eid Makiv. So Eid Primi is establishing how basically structure of existence essentially compels the desire for a structure of existence compels an air primi all the way in the deepest root. And that's how in Atmos, in Eir Nesav before the Tzimtzum, and the divine energy before the Tzimtzum, there is the, the envisioning, what did I call it before? Uh, the, the definition has begun to, you know, it has a divine purpose. It has a defined purpose. But remember, it's also critical to point out that even there, before the tzim, without a Tzimtzum, that defined purpose cannot manifest in any way because it's all connected, min kanof, it's all part of a garment, it's all part of Eden Sof HaBligvul at that point. Earlier he used the expression that is the, the infinite light is shir atzmei. It's the infinite light that envisions the finite light. So really you could say that it's also part of infinite light. And we discussed this earlier, remember the, 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 the impression, there's a shimu that remains from Bligvul in the Gvul. So in the artist's mind, the vision of one piece of art still retains all of his possibilities. That's why you need the concealment, the tzimtzum, to, to bring it into, um, into, into reality. Yeah. It's good things to contemplate on. So now we continue chapter 47. Bottom of page, pay Aleph, 81. I hope this was helpful. I know, talking it through, it sounds to me a little, make it clear. A lot of details here. But... Atmos. Atmos is a, is a very. Atmos is making us. It's a concept passion, this Atmos. I'd like to meet Atmos. Have a conversation. Maybe this is the conversation. Take a mirror. Take a mirror. He doesn't talk back. That's the thing. You talk to him, he doesn't talk back. With the Aedis and Kaden. Adain Elam? Yeah, the whole thing. Malchus, Malchus and Etzem. That's what you mean. Aedis and Kaden. How you call it? Why are you calling it? Well, it's connected, like at the end of the day, who actually makes the picture. I think I just answered the question of Adena Lam, by the way, even though I didn't realize it. No, I think I did. Remember, I asked yesterday, why doesn't he just say Adena Lam is the. is a Rotsna, not Emlech, and since Emelableyam, so that's why there's Firis. What's the question? Why doesn't he just answer that? Instead, he answers that it's Malucha Kameshu Batsmusi is Baruch Shalomalam Pchinis Gili. So I answered the reason for that is because it says Beterem Kol Yitzunivra. If he said Adene Lama Shem Alach, or something like he says before, Ola Beretzene Ano Emlech. When you say Ola Beretzene, that God arose in God's desire, that he wants to rule, is that the meaning Adene Lama Shem Alach Beterem Kol Yitzunivra? Lavdavka. You could say Adenalem Hashem Alach, but the Deterem Kol Yitzur Nivra is almost like stating that there's a Melech before there's existence. That's the thing here. So, 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 so the question is, what does that mean? 
Why, as I said, why doesn't he just answer the melech before existence is the desire to be a melech. But it's mashma, that's what I think that he does not accept that. That's why he's not answering that answer. So what is his answer? That's melucha kameshu batzmusi isbarach. I think his answer is what I just said before. Adena is, is is what happens, what, why is, you know, malchus is only possible within the nation. But the question is, why is there malchus? There's a desire before existence and before Eir, in Atmos, there's a desire to rule. That desire is, 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 does not come because there's worlds. As I said, it's not there's worlds and then God desires to rule over them. There's no worlds. So that's, that's why he says that that we're talking about is not Malchus as a sphere. They were talking about almost like, I don't know, I would say it's similar to Nesava Kodesh Baruch Hu. He doesn't say that. It's probably lower than that. But it means, yeah, yeah, I know you're, you're stuck on Shmei. For me... No, I don't know about Shmei. I don't know what Shmei means. Uh, Shmei is a, le- is a name. Shmei is a level. I don't know if it's Shmei. No, my point is it's not the question of whether it's Shmei. It's not Malchus as a Sphira. Malchus as a Sphira, a Meleboloyam. Here you're talking about how God's desire to be a Melech. And that's the Adena Elom. So Adena Elom is not talking, is the desire to be a Melech. In that, like he said, Batsmusha Shalemailam Bechin is Gili. And that in turn necessitates anam. So since you need anam, now you need malchus, the ain't sof, you need malchus of a sphere to rule over that am. So in other words, it's almost like, that's why I, I was elaborate. I think that's, that does answer that question. In other words, he says like this, that's the spheres of the tzedek elamis. Lula elamis, Okay, so then the question is, so what exactly caused these, these levels to emerge? So you could say, if someone reads this literally, they'll say, you know what, they're worlds. The worlds determine that God sends, use spheres, because uh, how else? That's not what he's saying. God wants these worlds. He, wants, he has a desire for being a melech. As a result, that's malchus be'etzim, that's not a sphere. That is not because, that is not, God does not need others, let's put it this way. Because he wants to be a melech, and he, in other words, he wants an existence like ours, a structure like ours, and be a melech. Therefore, the, uh, therefore, it necessitates that there be a sphere called malchus that is dependent on the worlds. In other words, there's a part that's dependent and the part that's not dependent. That, I think, is the key thing I'm trying to clarify here. Is God dependent? Because based on what he said, malchus and midas are absolutely dependent. Melech needs an am, and midas need another. There's no, there's no one to give chesed to. No, the the, the midah doesn't have any purpose. Doesn't have any uh, has resolution. So, that, so what are we saying? That God only needs the world? No. You're saying that God desired a structure. That he wanted. The structure is such that needs certain things. Therefore you have the spheres that need them. And that's the way I would explain it. I'd love to hear how others would look at this shot here. But that's the way I think is the way to explain yeah, it. Translating doesn't mean in actuality. It just means that he had within him the desire to be. Well, betedem kol yitzur nivra. I'm translating betedem kol yitzur nivra. Remember, you have to read like this: betedem kol yitzur nivra is adain alam asher malach. That's really what the meaning here is. That betedem before everything, there was this. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I think that's what he's saying here. Because it's bothering us, or and the Rebbe Shab is the word asher malach that he already ruled before every betedem kol yitzur nivra. So that's a direct steer with everything you said. Right, right, right. So he's saying, so he's saying, I mean, it's a maluch about it means he has a desire within him to rule. Uh, yeah, that's one. That I, so I would interpret it. 
Because if not, you have to then explain what means ruling and that's Musa without Gili. And then... Well, really, the truth is, I would say there's two meanings, two, two, two levels oh, here. That's one thing. Another, you could say, that's one thing. And then there's that's rooted in Betarim Kalyat Surnivra. I mean, it, 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 everything could use more explanation. I think we've covered something here. And yes, Okay, now he's going to go back to Mechin. What keeps on bothering me is who made the rule a melech That's the same God that wants to be a melech. No, that's a rational thing. It's not. A... Yeah, but but before there's rational, there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's a, someone created the rules. So he made the rule that a melech I understand. I, I understand the rule because because the world because the no 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 I understand because malchus by, by definition a ruler means he's ruling over so you can't rule over yourself. So he he wanted to have the answer is that that's what he wants. He want that's why I keep bringing back Nasava. The Rebbe Rashab is not going is not explaining. I think some things that are like almost givens before this. He he wants a world. That's because another the reason Aimelah Blayam is not because God is bound by that rule, is because God wants Aimelah Blayam. He wanted that. That's why Malchus is that way. Because another Mamadim is brought down that also you can't be a king over your servants. Right. right. So, so on king servants, yeah. It says on Avodim you could be. On Bonim it says you can't be. Avodim, yeah, because they are. Uh, on your Sodim and on your Avodim you can't still be. You have to have a Nifrid, have to be Nifrodim and Gamma from you. What's an Evid on Nifrid? Isn't an Evid Ifrid? No, because he's, he, he's, he serves you in your palace. Yeah, but he wants to serve you. I mean. The Lashon I remember is in Melacham Bonim and on Zvuvim because they were not together. But okay, maybe. No, but that answers that why Atzilus and all that is not considered a Melch still. No, but me Atzilus is Bonim. That's why Atzilus is like a Ben, not like an Eved. Atzilus is a Gilead Lekus. An Eved is Briaz Avodim. Like Atzilus is like Bonim usually. Sodim or Bonim, but not Avodim for sure. Not. Okay, the point. No, the point I'm making here is that God wants a world, and therefore a Melableam, and therefore the spirits are needed for that. So I'm just, I'm just going over that part. Isn't that God wants something outside? It's not that the spheres need something outside them. It's God wants something outside them, and the spheres would. Have, there's no purpose for the spheres unless it is for that thing that's outside. Okay. My point is that there's not this spheres waiting around and worlds waiting around. There's a God that desires something. He wants something outside. That outside, therefore, def- determines midas and spheres that will serve that outside level. So, Perik Mem bottom of page 81, Pe'alf. Va'pardis, Shardal Perik Yud. And Pardis, Gate 4, Chapter 10. Be'bir Maimar HaZayr Hanal. In explaining the Maimar HaZayr Hanal, which one? Pinchas Reishnun Zayin Omid Beis. Remember the one that said that before the world created, 
Yeah. That, it's, that the, before the was the whole idea of calling any names is only because of the future of what's going to come. So the part is in explaining this, Zayar says, Kosov. This is what he writes. That this also includes Chochem and Bina, because he said clearly Chochem. He says, Right, and also Esosphiris. So now, now he's moving, I told you, he's moving to the Mechim now. So clearly, Chochem and Bina, which are, as we just discussed, faculties that are not, uh, that are specifically not related to another, Dafka. Like we learned before, the difference between intellect and emotions. That is not. Nevertheless, the part that says, Nevertheless, they too are only for the worlds, which the Zayar says specifically. And the part that spells out. So now he's going to explain what that means. Because... You see, he doesn't say it as a kasha. That's why I didn't say it. He no, 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 no. If he wants a kasha, he says Amnam He doesn't say You know why? Because as I said, when you learn the, the chapter before, it's clear God doesn't need meichin, so it's clearly not for God. It's clearly for something for the elements. Anyway, I'm just telling you how I, I read it. No, no, because the, the Rebbe Rashad doesn't have a problem saying When he doesn't say that, there's a reason. There are many times he says, "I'm just giving you a style of the Rebbe Rashad." There are times he asks a question. Why is he not asking a question? I'm, I'm pointing out a reason. He just says, this because it's a continuation of the explanation of the Zayah. That's why. Yeshlema doesn't always mean an answer. Yeshlema means also, you can say. Yeah, and technically you could point, you, you could, you could. I hear, I know how you learn. That's why I'm pointing out that the Rebbe Rashab, when he wants to ask a question, why doesn't he say, Amnam Tzarek Lohavim? He doesn't, because even though Shashar Balak, Tam Kosher, is also a question, he doesn't say Tzarek so why sometimes does he say Amnam Tzarek Lohavim? Just randomly? I'm pointing out, it's not random. Because this is, the part this is an explanation of Zaya that he's already brought. And based on the previous chapter, you can already assume that Meichin is also not for God. The question is, you want to say it's a question? I, when I learned it, I would not call this a question because when he writes a question he wants to say a question and by the way uh, either you say it's a question not a question however you want you don't hear what I'm saying this is an extension of the previous chapter just take away the Patek and it would just be a flow that's it we have to now relate to Meichen I said we have to understand what Meichen's role is that's, we will agree I just it's a subtlety whether you call it a Question answer, or you call it a continuation of the explanation. You can explain now why. Move the bottle, please. He's going to explain the reason why now. The reason for this is, Yeshlemer, let me just spell this out again. We've established that all the ten spheres are the tzedek are, 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 are for the worlds. The bottom line is a paintbrush, the paint, the canvas. And even deeper than that, all the elements in the artist's mind for a piece of art are not for the artist, it's for the worlds. But it arose in the artist's mind that he wants to have that. So it does begin, not from the worlds, it begins from the source. But once the source wants that, 
The reason for this fear is, is in order to serve that purpose, which is to, to serve the worlds which he wants. So therefore, Malchus, Malchus is possible when there's a world around. Midas, there's no Midas without Azulus, without another. What about Meichin now? What's their role? So he says also let's say the Chelamis. The explanation is because specifically because you have intelligence of concept and comprehension. So even though on their own, they experience you experience them as an isolated way. You experience them as a detached way, but because of them, midas can be an air primi. That midas become a manifest, a, a uh, an integrated energy. The lula bechinus chachman bina hayamidas bechinus er makif. Without the intelligence, without intellect, midas would be er makif, would be a surrounding, a transcendent, surrounding light energy. Like midas that are higher than seichel. He doesn't explain what means midas l'mayel maseichel, so let me tell you what I think. Midas l'mayel maseichel is when a person just desires something and has absolutely no logic to it. It could be a taiva. Now there was it was midas hashayachim. No, no, there was seichel hashayachim l'midas. And mechem tan hagas amidus and mechem on their own. That's not what he's saying here. It's not this. This is more. If anything, this is more what he spoke about in amidus hativim atzmim that I mentioned yesterday in chapter um, thirty-three. If anything, but he doesn't refer to it. So I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm careful not to say he's talking about the same thing. Remember, we talked about that when a person loves themselves, or ava atzmis from a father to a son, or from a son to a father. He said he didn't call that midas, he called that rotsen. Because that's just a natural part of loving. Right. He's not saying that. I think midas l'mayel maseichel means, remember, there are midas that are just, um, a person desires something, sees something they love. Someone tells you it doesn't make sense. If you do that, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be destructive. It's a midas l'mayel maseichel. No. There's midas l'mayel maseichel that are also in Kedusha. Where a person has uh, just a, um, like let's say, the Ava Atmis of a Eid to the Ebishta, the Nishta Vil, and Nishta Kanzai Agadisim Fenelokus. Even though, I don't know if that's exactly what he's referring to, but the point is, I'm trying to use an example of an emotion that's not governed by Seichel. That emotion is not Kiru Velazulus. That emotion is, I just want that thing. It's almost an obsession. Kudusha or not Kudusha. So it doesn't have an erpnimi nature to it. Remember we said before, Avram wants to give chesed, has chesed, wants to give chesed. Chesed needs another. That means there's a feeling of closeness to the other, a feeling of needing to give. That's erpnimi. He's going to explain how that's driven by seichel. Whereas an emotion that just is emotion that's not driven by seichel is just a, uh, a drive. You can say it's an emotional drive. But I'd rather explain it more after we see what he's going to say. Maybe then we can see by contrast what he means. In order for emotions to be an air pnimi, which means internalized, it also means balanced in a way. Who are the amechin dafke? You give emotion for the kid, a child. It's mechin not developed yet. 
So are driven without the so they're more like wild without containment. They're just, as I said, upset, yeah. So, but, it's specifically through intellect. Yeah, that would be a good example, even though he doesn't say children, but could even be by an adult. Bottom line is, that a midah that's not governed and not, and, and harnessed, and tempered and seasoned by mind, it will not be a erpnimi, will not be a, a a focused and healthy emotion. Because meichin fundamentally are a pnimi. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it doesn't limit it. It could probably mean here both, whether it's higher than or stronger than. I didn't. You know, I used the example. My example was stronger than. But the question is, what would be a meter that's higher than Seichel? It's not higher. It's, it's, it's not governed by Seichel. That's what it means. That's what I thought it meant. But, but he's saying, sometimes the meter's lamal and the Seichel is used lamal It's like... Um, Same thing. You know the Basilegani, Shtuz de Gdusha. Okay, let, let's see. I mean, let's... Uh, I, I'd rather see how this develops to really uh, explain it properly. So here's now he's saying an interesting twist. Remember we said the whole thing here is to explain erpnimi, internalized energy. She so said erpnimi means energy that manifests in containers. And that begins in the Shadish before the Tzimtzum in the Shiratmi where he envisions how that will be. Which is what creates the spheres. Then he began that Malchus and Midas are needed for something else which is the definition of erpnimi in a way. Not necessarily, no, I should correct that. It's not a primi. That's the definition that you need something, and because the world, that's why you have the spheres. Now he's adding an interesting thing. He says, Meichen really are fundamentally primim. Meichen is fundamentally, essentially, something that's an internalized thing. And they also create and cause that the emotions should be internalized. Hmm, very interesting. Because going back to the Eprimi, let's not forget that's the theme here. Well, let me let me read on and let's see. I'm sorry, what it says elsewhere. That the primary primi internal is the emotions. And the mind is still a form of makif, meaning above and surround, there, the intention is, primi in context of tfisa, of grasping and manifesting. If you're talking about, like, say, you know, someone dresses up in a garment, and someone doesn't dress in a garment, so someone more dressed in a garment is more slapshus, that's more primi. primi. And there, in that context, primi, in other words, he's, determined, he's defining two elements in what primi means. Because in Midas, you're really connected. When someone says, you know, I understand you, but they don't say, I like you or I feel for you, okay, you're, you're somewhat detached. In that sense, it's not so pinimi. It's disconnected, right. You know, like, like uh, we know today, what you want is their heart. Then, I, then you know that, that you're there with you. They're really bislapsus with you. Nitfiz badover means you are Consumed by the thing. I would say the word consumed here. Even though means grasped, but means you are um, committed 
you are uh, nitvus. You are confined. You're there. Nitvus bandavar. Yes. You're attached to the thing. I mean, these are all translations. Nitvus literally means sometimes you say seichel is tefus, grasps. But here means the thing you are attached to it. You are, um, there's a word I want to say, you're contained by it. Nitvus bezeh. You're controlled by it almost, not controlled. You're in. You're committed to it. That's what it is. You're committed. You're in. Like, you know, are you in or you're not in? Some people say I'm still I'm, I'm still listening, you know I'm still. Uh, I also want to say committed, but it's not really. Tight's not, but we're talking Havana here, you know. Yeah. We're definitely committed. Mashenkin b'meichin ain't a nitzvus kol kach, kol intellect, you're not nitzvus kol kach. You're not that um, committed and connected to it. You are somewhat detached from it. Remember, he actually said that earlier. Interestingly, remember when he said, well, "Why do you need to deliberate alone?" Because when you have another person, they're confused. They, they, they distract you. Because then you have to deal with them. Meichim, by definition, because you want to appreciate it, it requires a detachment. If you get too attached to something, you're not going to be able to be objective enough to really understand it. So Meichim, it's Maila, is also it's Chsar, in other words. In that sense, it's not as much Erpnimi as, and that's the parentheses. Lechem b'midis eni yochel lizbel. How long does the parentheses go, by the way? Hmm? Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So And that's why when it comes to emotions, you cannot tolerate something that you dislike, something that you hate, actually despise. Why? Why can't you tolerate? Because midas are invested; they're committed. So when you see something that's opposite of yours emotionally, you can't deal with it. You can't tolerate it. He's going to say, Meichin is not that way. And that's why he cannot receive something that is contrast, opposed, something that is opposite, diametrically opposite or um, antithetical. And, is, and opposes that he despises, that is despised by him, as Sonny a love, that's despised to him, but to, by him. On the other hand, but intellect, because it's not so committed and invested and attached to the uh, the item that it's understanding, the subject that it's understanding, you can tolerate even a thing that you despise. Like it says elsewhere. See, sometimes it says Meichin is Sevel, um, a different opinion. Here he's saying Sonne, it's even more than that. That's a debate. Well, no? Are you able to have that detachment, Doctor? That's something you really despise, you can go intellectually and say, okay, I can tolerate that. Emotionally, I can't stand you, but my mind can tolerate you. The Kuzari, the great debates between the. Yeah. And the uh, Chamim and the. Davke. And just like the commitment, the tfisa bekelem, the, the grasp, the manifestation in the containers is specifically bemidus in emotions. Right? One second here. No, no, I didn't read it right. He just said like, okay, so could tolerate. 
It's a period. There is something going on here. One second. So just like in the containers, that's specifically midas. Mechen is not so much nitfis in containers. So that means it's not so much primi, as it's known. And isn't, there's a question, isn't the, 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 entire, the entire nature of, of, of comprehension is nitfisabekele, is, means you're grasping it in a container. Hold on, hold on. The language here. I think I think it's supposed to be really like one long nigan here. So we established like this. We answered the question that when we talk about meichem being primi and meichem being more primi and midas not, he's not talking about manifestation and connection to the thing. He talk about islapshus. Commitment, investment, midas are more, and that's why midas cannot tolerate, emotions can't tolerate uh, uh, something despicable to you. Now he's going further, and I'm trying to understand what he's saying. I'm going to read the whole thing, and then we'll see what it means. And just like... The, the manifestation in containers is a midas. A mechin, it's not so much manifest in containers. So true, comprehension is in a container, but the containers of comprehension. I thought that's keilu. Yeah, enum keilu li is Ain't what keilu like what like those of the of the midas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't change. Still doesn't change. Let me let me let me read on. Let me see where he's going. Well, kamoi kena b'cholso mechin enim b'chinis tvisel karba davar sheyadei omasig midas b'chinis tvisel. Al b'mitz inyan primi makiv fine mechin enim b'chinis primi b'etzam. Okay, that's the answer. Okay, I see what he's saying. It's just the language. The havan I got. This is the question of how you read it. What he's saying is like this. He's adding something now. The first thing he said is two things. He's, he's really explaining another element of Hamidas are more primi than Mechim. The first thing was clear. One is regarding the object that you are relating to. So Midas is much more primi in the relationship to it because it's, if it's committed, invested, connected. Mechim is detached and therefore not as primi in that sense. And that's why it could tolerate what Midas can't tolerate. Fine. And now he's saying that this distinction is similar to another distinction between Mechin and Midas. In, as far as their relationship with the Kalim of how they function. Not Kalim as in the object of what you're relating to. Let's say it's another person or it's, a, or it's, a, or it's a, an object. How, how does Midas and Mechin work in general? Mechin are much less Kalim oriented. Mechin is more air, and Midas are more Kalim. That's what he's saying here. Huh? Hergish? I don't know what you mean by the word. Emotions are feelings. So. One second, let me, I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it now. So here's what he says now. And there is, it is a long nigan. It goes like this. 
Period. And that's is the end of this sentence. So just that's Kamoy and Kamoy Kane. That's the follow up. So just like the the, the, the manifestation in containers, the, this he's, he's saying this distinction he just made that that Moichin is detached from an object and and Midas are more attached and committed to it is similar to the fundamental way how they both work. That by Midas is more is is the, the Midas manifests in container, meaning. Well, it's like this. It means like this. When you have an emotion, just like you're attached to the thing that you want, but also in your own kalim, it ha- it, it's a very strong manifestation. You really feel what it is that you desire. In Meichin, it's not that important to focus on that the, that the idea manifests inside of the, the brain. I'll give you an example. If you have a concept in your mind, right? Then you want to write that concept down. So, where is there more primis? Or primis in Kalim? When the concept, the focus, you can then be focusing on the air. Obviously, every air has a Kali. So even when you're thinking, you're also thinking with letters. But when you have to speak it and write it, you need to really be mislimalbish the air in Kalim. I don't just mean Kalim, the words that you're communicating, but the whole thing manifests... In, in, in containers, in a very specific way. You take your hand and you start writing an idea. Whereas abstract thinking is more theoretical. Same thing with Midas. Midas, not only is it, are you connected, are you attached to the object that you want, it's also you have to bring more of yourself into it. That means bring more in the Kalim. Whereas a just like you're detached, this we're saying, just like you're detached from the from the tools, so to speak, you're also detached from the object. That's what he's going to say. The wording, when you read the first time, is a little hard to, to relate to, but it's, that's what he's basically saying. You understand what I just said? And just like grasping by Midas is in Kalim. You know, Midas, for example, you would love somebody, and you want to act on that love. That love requires an investment. You're invested, your feelings are there. If, as long as you stay on the, on the fence, so to speak, or you're like more detached in your mind, you're not as much in Caleb. And then comes like, almost like, a, oh, then like, now comes a parenthesis almost. It's not the other way. First line is let, me, let me finish my, what I have to say, then you'll tell me another way, okay? One sec. Then he adds like, V'haloi is a maimer amuzgir. In this that he just said, that, that, the, that the tfisa by Midas is more in Caleb and mind is not so much, he says, and even though comprehending something is not some type of uh, makif, it's not like you're outside of something, it's a tfisibikhali. You're under grasping a concept in detail and you're comprehending it and so on. So, so yes, there's an element how seichel, of course, requires internalized um, manifesting in the idea. You're not just uh, believing in it, you're comprehending it. That in se- that sense, it's kalim, but they're not kalim like the kalim that are emotions. Emotions is a real commitment to the containers because it needs it, it, because it's an emotional attachment to it. Whereas in mind, there's no attachment like that. Well, then he says, and the same thing is the same thing. So just like 
Meichin works that way, that Meichin remains somewhat disconnected from container, even though it's very attached to the idea, but it's not attached in any type of personal way. So the same thing, because Meichin are not that much connected, not fisted, they're not that committed in the object, Shiyadeya Masik, to the thing that you know and not comprehend. Ubemidis, Hubchinist Fisa. And Amidis you are, and that's why you cannot tolerate something that's opposite of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. You can't extract yourself from the situation. So there's a bunch of things about Primia Makif he's establishing here. What? Where is the you that you attached? You said this so no, so we I don't know, but I mean you it's 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 I mean I don't know what you're talking Meaning, about right now. But one second, one second, you know, one second, one second. Let me just finish summing this up. So, bottom line is, he's established that in the word pnimi or islapsas bekelim, there's a few meanings. He's going to conclude, obviously, that seichel beetzim is pnimi. Okay. But what he establishes like this: when he talk about um, uh, commitment. Hislapshus, as he calls it. Tfisavi Hislapshus. You talk about Tfisavi Hislapshus, which means commitment and attachment. Or like you said, not distract yourself, not extract yourself. So there, Midas are more Pnimi, in that sense. And Mechin are not that attached to the object that it's understanding as much as an emotion is attached to it. You know, an object, you could understand it, and you could also tolerate something opposite because you're not that attached. Emotion is already a commitment to the thing and you're attached to it. And it's not that simple to, to, to just detach yourself. He says that is, is rooted in or rooted or it's similar to the way Meichen and Midas in general work. That Meichen, there's another aspect, that Meichen does not manifest as much in containers and emotion manifests in the way it's expressing itself. So therefore it's also manifests more in the thing that it's reaching to. It's a little more abstract. I gave the example of writing, but it's similar to that. So though there's an element in the mind that obviously is grasping something, but as far as it's so-called... Um, so in that sense, it's Kali, of course. You're comprehending an idea. But as far as the connection to that container, it's not the way the emotions are connected to it. It's more like a subjective thing. He doesn't say that, Bittle. He's just saying that's the nature of Meichen. Well, we, we didn't finish. We're going to get there. So, what do you want to say that's different than what I said? Yeah, I'm just saying commission. The way you read commission, tfisa bekelim when someone has a, a, an emotional, let's say, love or fear, it's in the it's 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 in the kelim. It's actually in his heart. It's it's it, you, you can feel the heart. It's it, it's very much. It's very much in 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 tfisa in the kelim of where that emotion is emanating from. That's exactly what he's saying. And he's not focusing on the object that the love is on. The, but we're not, we're not talking about the object now. We're talking now, because the Kamoi in the end is going to speak exactly, about the object. Exactly, but when you just explained it before, you were discussing the object. No, the exact opposite. No, I'm sorry to tell you that's not what I was saying. 
I was the object is ukumoikain. The second kumoikain is the yeah, object. The first thing, the first kumoikain is, is we're talking about like I said, writing. When you commit to the, you need to write. You need to commit more to the kalim. That's what we're not talking about the object. We're talking about how you commit to the emotion, so to speak, as opposed to how you commit to the intellect. The intellect requires yeah, less that's, containers. It's very much in the heart where it resides. Exactly, exactly what I said. So what, what you said, so I said that the first one is the object and the second one is the yeah. No, then you didn't hear what I said. It, it can't be. It says it says it says it literally not that way. How could anyone read it that way? He says a This is not you know. So, but one is the, the second one is the object. The first one is the the yeah. method. I gave the example with writing. You're not, you're, you know, you're hearing no, what no, you want to hear. You're not hearing what I said. You gave the example of writing, but that's also the object. No, the ob- writing is not the object. The object would be why you're writing. Why are you writing? Because you want to reach somebody. The writing is the tool. It's a manifestation, like you said, in the heart. It strongly manifests in the in the container of the expression. Anyway, fine. So we're on the same page. I'm saying to you, what you heard I said was not what I said. That's all I'm saying, but that's fine. And then the day we come into the same place. That's good news. And the, and, and, and the middle line should be in the parentheses. But then, now he concludes. Now he's going back to outside of the parentheses. Avabamitis in your premium makiv. But the true definition, the true meaning of premium makiv, So I'm going to explain in a minute what that means. So in other words, there's an element of Pnimiya Makiv that Amida is definitely more inner. And you can say a person with a mind is more detached. But that, I would say, is more about how the Amida functions. That the functionality of the Amida is more in a Pnimiya way than mind. But if you talk about fundamentally, not functionality, fundamentally, not Pu'ula, not how it functions. Fundamentally, Meichen is a Pnimiya thing. Meichen means you're comprehending something. And Amida, emotionally, were not for the mind, could be completely wild and not really um, internalized properly. Siashvus, internalized, uh, what's the word I wanted to say? Integrated, integrated. You know, you take a person that's running his life by emotions. So yes, the functionality of emotion means you're attached to the thing and you're attached and committed and it's through kalim, containers and primi. But the general Amida is a very non-internalized uh, type of life. It's very chaotic, and it's completely immature, and can be very wild and stuff like that. That's not primi. So meichin, on the other hand, creates a settling in, a, a, uh, a maturity, a type of internalization of things, integrating something. So the etzem, so the difference between functionality and the essence of the primi makif. Amai Mashi is the common, Pedic Reish Nun Beis, chapter 252. Midis, emotions are in their root, desire. And it's only through the intellect that they become Pnimi. Which, by the way, is very consistent to chapter 33, because there he said the same thing. He said, Midis TV Matsumim is Rotson, not Midis. So in other words, Amida fundamentally, what he said before the parentheses, remember he said, Amida is Lamayla Masechel? Now he's saying it's like Rotson. 
So maybe that's what he meant, Midas Lamal Masechem. In other words, the real nature of a Midas is comes from desire. It doesn't come from intelligence. Intelligence, however, is like the brakes, the captain that governs and, and, and directs. Midas are not rooted in Moichen. They have a different type of power. So basically, Moichen is what guides it, internalizes it. So now going outside the parentheses, and being that the purpose is that there should be internalized, integrated circuits and energies, that's why we need to have So there we go. So now, Moichen, therefore, is also for the worlds. So it's true that Midas, you need to have another, and Moichen, the way you, it functions. Interestingly, I think this is the way to look at it. In functionality, Midas is more Pnimi, and, and Moichen is more Makif. In Etzem, Midas are more Makif, and Midas are Moichen are more Pnimi. So in functionality, a Midas needs another, a mind doesn't. But if you talk fundamentally, a mind is much more about internalization. And in a way, much more, in other words, the kavon of Eir to come down into the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And according to this, what Chachman Bina, the intellect, are for the, are for the purpose of L'Tzedech, for the L'Tzedech, how do you translate For the need, for the world's needs. For the L'Tzedech Elmas, for the needs of the world. It means that Meichin is there for the emotions that they should be internalized, integrated. Not that the mind itself is for the world itself, because that, we know, we said before, yeah. in other words, to be an intellectual, just to be an intellectual is, is, is not the purpose. <laughs> now he continues to the Pardis. And from the, the part Listen, he doesn't elaborate, but, but regarding the, our discussion here, that's context, yes. Yeah. And from the Pardis that we said, the Pardis is Ramak, Moshe Kodaviro. From that Pardis it appears... Well, the purpose of Torah is to, 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 to guide... I would not say Torah right now. Torah has its own. So Torah is not talking about that. Don't extrapolate. What he says, he says, and don't go further. Torah is God's mind and and will. Has a different. It's a different. Even the Chacham Bina also Vatzilus is from God, but it's not discuss that. So now he says, from the Pardis it appears, the Chochman Bina Atzman handled Tzedach Not what he just said now. There it appears, if we go back to the Loshan, that Chochman Bina is for the world, not just in order for the emotions which are for the world to be internalized and, and, and balanced, but also Mechen itself is for the, is for the worlds. Yeah. I just want to say one thing. If you remember, at the end of chapter 43, he said, Remember, there was a whole discussion that Chachma is the Ma'il Mesedish Tashlis. Meichin the Abba is higher than the Tashlis. 
So, so just tying it all together. He was talking about my lamata there that meichin is higher than worlds. But then, then he adds a besamach. Okay. So just a point important to, to tie it all together. No, there it says l'sherech elements clearly l'sherech elements. Okay, fine, fine. No, not so. I would say it means for the elements. Stalshus elements is the same thing in this context, I believe, because then he would say let's say the chamidus. Look, he's saying now he's going further. Meichin is not just for the midas. Now he's continuing the pardis. So he's going to explain now. and that's why you can say, He's not going into a deeper explanation. And this, by the way, is not as not a this is not a parenthesis. This is not tangential. This is tying up the beginning of the entire discussion of the purpose of Atsilis. Remember, the purpose of Atsilis is to be an interface. Beginning at the end of the first discourse. The, the second discourse. It's to be an interface between the divine and existence. And as we said, the whole purpose of Er Pnimi, of Eris and Kalim, all the ten spheres, is for there be a connection between our structure and existence. That's the purpose of it. So now he's going back to that purpose because it's critical in understanding this whole discussion that began in the last chapter. What is the purpose of the ten spheres? What's the purpose of them all? So first he said, so-called explanation number one, was it's in order to temper, internalize, give the balance to the middas that they be primi, which is the purpose. Now he's going deeper and saying, based on the pardis, the mechin itself is related directly to the structure of existence. In other words, they're not just an accessory, like almost like, you know, the car is a car. And then you stick in a certain feature to make sure that the, the, the car shouldn't go out of control. The meichin has a, a, a deeper purpose than just tempering the midas. Yeah. She says not like this. But this is going to be a whole explanation that's going to go for, continue in next chapter, 48. And then he's going to go back to Er Makif. Just to give the context. She says now, what is Atzillus? In Yudua, as known, the in Atzillus is Atzillus is for there to be the revelation of the divine in existence. The Lula Atzillus, Without Atzillus, there would be no revelation of godliness in our worlds. I'll explain it, but he's going to say it for two reasons. Because it's the mamutza. It's a mamutza. It would either be the teacher would be too distant, or you'd be too grub. You'd be too crass. You need something that speaks to us in our language, but it, but it speaks the divine. So Atzilus is remember Adam alien. It's a tzir Adam. I described it. It's the quintessential. It's the perfect model of existence. What existence would be like if it was perfectly aligned to God's will? So let's let's read it inside. It goes like this. Ak has nothing to do. Ak is not a structure. Ak does not have kalim. Ak is a overall machshava how God envisions. It's like the the blueprint of the whole existence. Atzilus is a world. Atzilus is structure. There's Iris and kalim. Atzilus is like you know. Shamad Atzilus is a human being that is exactly aligned like a merkava. Exactly, if you would find a human being. Exactly as God wants him to be, 24-7, that's Atzillus. 
That's why he said, Rebbe, Tzadik, is a Neshama Datzilis, on earth. Every step, every, it says in Tanya that the Ovis, Hinein HaMarkova, Avram was Chesed of Atzilis on earth. It wasn't just a uh, nice, uh, it's not just a euphemism. Merkava in Tanya means that his entire being is to be a chariot, a channel for above. There's another discussion with Merkava. This context is just a channel of something greater. So he goes like this now. The whole purpose, the Tzilis, without a Tzilis, there's no Gili Elikus, there's no Izgalas Elikus cloud. There has to have Ram. The Lula Atzilis, Lehe Izgalas Elikus cloud. So before you get to Hayyushmei Bulvad and Atzmus, you got to go through Atzilis. There's no way around that, or else you're not going to have revelation. Why? Because the levels above Atzilis are completely concealed. Stimus, they're a closed book. The Helam and concealed Ligami, utterly concealed. And if the world was created from that level, there would be no revelation. It would be the example of the sun. No, 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 that's not a good example. You need an example, you need an example of, a, of um, trying to access a teacher that's so beyond you. So you would have no revelation. You would have something that is completely beyond, yeah. completely concealed. It would be actually handled. Like, yeah. You know how it is. Maybe someone's mind. Yeah. Not through revelation. Valzehu isavus atzilus. And for this, we have the coming into being of atzilus lees b'chines gili eir be'elamus. And she yukeches alikim be'elamus. You hear what's going on here? He's explaining it out even more. This should be the Gilead. There should be a revelation of divine revelation in the world. That, what does that mean? Hainu. There should be keches elekim be'elamus. That in the world we should see divine faculties. It's a beautiful way of putting it. Omnam bezeyesh bezinyanim. However, in this there's two things. And this is why he's going to explain how Atzilus, even the even Meichen and Midas, both are all for the worlds. There's two ways that you're going to have the divine revelation in the worlds. One is Hispilus Eliki Vasog Elikis. One is an excitement, an emotional arousal and awakening, an excitement about divine things. You get excited about God. Vasog Elikis, and you appreciate God, and you comprehend and, and, and understand God. This is this piece here, I would say, is required reading for anyone learning Chassidus. It's Aleph Beis of Chassidus, right here. In, in 10, 15 lines, the Rebbe Rashab is explaining what is Atzilus. Really, I would take this as an excerpt and teach it to everyone who's starting to learn Chassidus. I'm, I'm not going to say that about every chapter. This right here. Beautiful summary of Atzilus and the full picture of it. So he says like this. From the Midas Elyanus, from the supernal meaning from the Midas and Atzilis, the emotions, from there we get excitement. So when someone gets excited about the divine in this world, that's because Atzilis has chesed, gvure, teferes, netzach, chayjiseid, and malchus, you could also add. Um chach mabina, and from chach mabina of Atzilis, nimtza hasog eliki, hasog eliki, and from chach mabina of Atzilis, we nimtza, we, we have we have comprehension of the divine. Take away Atzilus, we in this world, 
would not be able to relate to the concealed levels higher than Atsilas. So what would be what would we be doing with our minds and with our hearts? We'd be involved in material stuff. As it is, we're involved in material stuff. But Atsilas gives us hope. Atsilas is at least a ray of hope that you could comprehend, if you wish, something beyond yourself, beyond material existence, beyond survival. Chachman bin of Atsilas gives us the ability to comprehend it. And Midas of Atsilas gives us the ability to feel it, to get excited about it. This is unbelievable. Page that means, one second, it means every time you get excited, even people who've done it through, let's call it, through alternative methods, the root of it is from Atsilas. Atsilas allows us to, to comprehend and to feel that something which is beyond mortal, beyond the human. I mean, anyone who looks at this knows this, but he says it, the Fetish spells it out in, in Asius. Things is, what do you say, Pesach? Middle of Samachet, it says very clearly. There's one line over there. It says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says it also in, in much earlier it's chapters. Really amazing line over there. Which it's a parenthesis? No, no. Right after the parenthesis. Right in the middle of the page. Yeah. It's not the only place. He says it many, many places. That's chapter chapter Lamet Ches. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? No, listen, if you want to know, go back to chapter. Um, go back to here. This chapter is also a very vital chapter. It's connected. It's talking about. We didn't finish yet. The plot is thickening. I understand, but listen, let us have pleasure in understanding something for once in a, once in a while before we come to realize we don't know anything. Okay. You know, even Moshe had to have the hefsi been partial apart. Even even Right. That, that, even Moshe had a hefsi been partial partial. That's just uh, climbing a mountain. From time to time, you got to just stop and say, okay, before we can climb further. Here, if you look in chapter eight, okay, uh, yeah, chapter eight. So he speaks about Atzilus being the Mamutza. So that chapter he also talks about Atzil, the purpose of Atzilus. I'll also tell you in the end of the Maimar HaChedesh Hazeh, Samachvov, which is always the place I refer to when you want to understand Atzilus, he also says, Atzilus is Gilead Lekus Elam. But here he spells it out much more in detail. This is a time required. Anybody want to just learn this, these few lines? Very good. Rebbe Rashad has my askama. How do you think? What do you think? Nadarin. Seichel Anushi. Okay, here we go. V'zeo shachachubine halitzeirach elamis. And that's the meaning that chachmabine is for the purpose of the word, like he said, from the part of this it appears. <coughs> Thank. That chachmabine is for the necessity, is, is for the needs is for the necessities of the world. He has another principle. Even though they're, they're possible to be, he's reconciling all the different elements. You could have meichem without worlds, because you don't need a zulus to think, to contemplate. But that doesn't mean that's why you have meichem. For yourself. That's what I said. God doesn't need meichem. So you could say, yeah, Meichen is not for the world. You could have Meichen without the world. But why is there Meichen? Why did Meichen emanate? Why is there intelligence? 
The answer is because in order to bring intelligence into existence. In order for there to be a knowledge and a comprehension of the divine, of godliness in this world, the commission is Baral Actually, that's what I was referring to, Pedagvov. Let me just see Pedagvov. Wow. Yeah. Pedagvov. That's where he speaks about that. Huh? You're pretty close. No, no, because he elaborates more in detail. But Pedagvov is where he begins now that I. Uh, listen, Rabbi Shab is, after all, the author of this. He knows his assumptions better than we do. <laughs> so good. Fine. So bottom line, that what he said in the previous chapter, that Meichim, as opposed to Midas, Meichim opposed to Midas, So we have a few things here. First of all, we established in this chapter that Meichim is Pnimi, that's a Midas Amakif. So that's right away a purpose that Meichen has. It creates primi even in Midas. Then he went further that deeper that Meichen actually is needed for the world because it gives asog in the world even though Meichen on their own are yeah, their personality. As I said, functionality, Midas are more primis. That's They function in a more primis way. Fun, right, Nitvas. And fundamentally, in personality, Meichen is more primi because it thinks about things in a more internalized way. Very interesting twist here. Okay. And that brings intelligence into this world. So it's almost, it's actually, I would say, the fact that Meichin is on its own, does not need another, is actually necessary here. It's what helps it to be a primitive experience. But the whole purpose of why there's Meichin is because of existence. You understand what I just said? In other words, Meichin itself does not need another, but its purpose of a being is for that there be an existence like ours and we should be able to contemplate. Then he continues, because of Apardisham and the Pardis writes there, it's a real analysis in Pardis here. His is his language. That before there was the expression, the extension of the Midas, of emotions, in his essence, he was mechakim. He conceived of. He uh, innovated. In other words, before it came to emotions, he already had God had in his essence and his wisdom, in the way he comprehends things, because he and his wisdom are kol are all one essence. In other words, we have atzem atzmus. We have atzmus as it manifests in midas in emotions, but we have atzmus, meaning the essence of God, how He conceives of something. He's now going to explain what that means. Venida hakavana, and and it seems like the intention of this is, or venida, we can say venida is a leksach. The purpose, the meaning of this is al chokhmah bina klulim bein seif baruchu. That this is Chochmah Bina, he's going to say this is Chochmah Bina of Esos Sriya Sagnuzis. That this is Chochmah Bina, not Natsilis, but how it's encompassed in Ein Seif, in the infinite, blessed be he. Yesh Lehmer. Do hu in Yediyas Atzmei. No, 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 no. Yesh Lehmer, do hu in Yediyas Atzmei. 
We can say, he didn't say it's Asriya Zagnos. I'm saying that it looks like to me that's where he's going. You can say, And this, this is the Indian of Yudhiya Satsme, how he knows himself. Self-awareness of God. Or you, you bet this is the more complicated. Like it says in the Geras HaKedosh, Like it says in the Geras HaKedosh, by knowing himself, he knows the Teda. Because the Teda is part of him. Right. So it's not that God looks in the Teda as we look in a book outside of himself. The Teda is, I know that's where he placed himself. So... <clears throat> It's explained elsewhere. This is an example like thought and speech. Speaking is only for another. Thought is to reveal a fundamental thing that's concealed that you should sense it. In other words, speaking is in order to express to another. And what's thought? Conscious thought. Is to reveal hidden ideas, hidden part elements of you, uh, within you for yourself, you should be able to see them. It's the same thing as the difference between the lower seven, the, the midas, the seven lower dimensions, and Gimel Rishen is, is the three intellect, the seven lower levels, means the emotions are before the world, because of the world, before the world. And the three higher levels is what he sh- he knows within himself. That this is the idea of revealing the essential concealed state, which is completely concealed, that Kavyochel should be revealed to him. When, when I, I'm not explaining now why he needs that, but clearly it's in order to create. He's going, he's going deeper into this whole discussion. And delve into, look into what he says in the additions to Lukut the end of Vayikra. Lukut there's the famous Maimir. We to understand what it says in Eitzchus Chaim from the Arizal, the end of chapter 3. What is it? The Inyan, Chochme, Machshovet, Dibush, Akol, About the Inyan, the concept that thought and speech are all to yourself. In other words, he's qualifying. He just said that these two are like Machshov is only for yourself and, and Dibur is for another. There he says even Dibur is also for yourself. Anything speaking is to yourself in order to be able to express it to another. Where it says in the Gemara that before you say something in public, you have to say it to yourself four times, review it, and repeat it to yourself. So it's dibur b'shvil hazulas. Yes, but it's a dibur laatzmi. You speak to yourself first. So in other words, there's machshava where you reveal to yourself your most deepest fundamental concealed levels. Then there's dibur, which is speaking to yourself in order to speak to another. So even that dibur is also, he's being very thorough here. And, and thought is completely just revealed to yourself. It's not for another. And nevertheless, even the higher level is also for the purpose of ishtalshlus, of the structure of existence. Cheir is not understood. What time is it? 10.25? Okay. okay. It's seemingly not understandable. So one second, let me just sum this up. So what he said now, he added, we took now, 
After explaining that Meichen is necessary to balance and internalize the Midas, he went deeper and said the Paradis says even Meichen is... So what's the answer? Because Atzillus is in order to reveal godliness in this world. Meichen, though their nature and their personality, their function is internal, but it helps, but it's there for the world in order to reveal intelligence. That we should have Chochm and Bina, divine intellect in existence. Then he went to explain the Paradis that speaks about what this type, what is this Chochmah being like in its source? So what is it like? So he's explaining this is how God knows himself, as opposed to how God manifests Dibur in order to express to another. Now he's saying, but even the higher level is also for Ishtalshus. Because why would God need to consciously know himself? Why does he need to reveal himself even to himself? He knows who he is. More importantly, he doesn't need to know. There's no mile in it. So he's going to explain. Since the whole purpose, he's asking a question that's going to answer a question. The question is, he's answering a question with a question. He's answering the need for this higher level is going to be answered because what does he need it for? If, if, it's, if, if the whole idea of Machshava, meaning Yidiyas Atzmei, what, what the Pad is called, Kedim Mispashas Hamidis, Mishakim Batzmusei, if it's only revealing the fundamental hidden level, Helema Atzmi, let me just explain Helema Atzmi a moment. For example, in ourselves, there is what we call Libele Pumele Galia. There are things inside, Talume Slibe, there are things that are so fundamentally concealed within a person that even you are not aware of it. It's like an unconscious thing. Concealed or you suppress it? No, this is helamatsmi is not suppressed. Helamatsmi means it's fundamentally concealed. If you suppress it, then it's just a matter of uh, revealing it. He's talking about revealing things that shomachshava. When a person like digs deeper, and there's a way of expressing even that which is the inexpressible. She's asking, if the whole purpose is not for others, it's only to reveal that helamatsmi. Not like dibur imkain lezut seirich netzel. Why was it emanated? In Atzmusi, in essence, that's also known even before he emanated. What he means to say here is, uh, he's going to say it's Atzilus the Klolos, as you'll see later. Um, meaning to say, you could say there's two ways. God knows it without knowing it, so to speak. He doesn't need to know it. Or you could say he knows he has all the miles. He doesn't need, and what does he need to create a level called to for whom? If it's not for something else, for himself, what, to reveal that which is concealed, which he himself has already completely is completely aware of. So you could say either he doesn't need awareness or he's aware of it. Either way you want to interpret it. The answer to this is in order for there to be the concept, the existence of wisdom, that another person should be able to understand it. I think shame. So in other words, because God wants us to have seichel, intelligence, if there was no emanation of intelligence in the divine... Again, this is all because he wants us to be able to relate to it. Obviously, he could have created intelligence, and we suddenly pop out here, we're intelligent. See, listen, I was saying there's a higher level. It's, it's sort of like you know saying the same. It's sort of like anyway, saying, so, 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 that's why... Let's 
We're giving further all these things in atzmos. We even saw this. What kind of atzmos? There's no atzmos. We're not talking about atzmos. No, we're not no, we're talking about. No, no, no. Talking about if not either atzil is the close or atzil is the protest. They're both quite high levels. Okay. So I'm talking so for us to be able to have intelligence, there has to be some place, a real state of that. Only thing is, only thing is that with knowing himself, that's how he knows the Tera. What is he adding here? It's from Nagirasa Kedis. Like Mashibidis, that's me, Deus, I tell you. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't read it right. So, in order for there to be the beginning of Chachma for, for the world, even though it's a Chachma that's not yet connected to another, you need to have the emanation of Chachma, the, the name, the concept of a Chachma. That's the purpose of it. So it's not for God to see himself, it's for us, ultimately. And that's That's why only through knowing himself does he know the Torah. That's the level. Without that, he doesn't need Yedis Asmi to know the Torah. He knows the Torah without knowing himself. He doesn't need that level. There before it's shame, the name of Chachma means like a defined state of Chachma, probably. So he is talking about higher than Atzilus. I said that he's talking Lifniatzimtzum, basically. Because remember, the paradise doesn't talk to him, he's talking about how it is in his essence. We're not, we're not talking about Atzmus Atzmus, but we're talking the essence of the divine higher than Atzilus. And therefore, that's what causes there should be chachma that is comes into being afterwards chachma datzilus. Shazam in the is chachma de teira. That's the chachma of teira. So that we need where chachma datzilus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's see. Kmeishu adayin lemaila adayin u'sheinu b'shvil That's what he means. Not sure. Yedias atzmi yedias atayra. Through knowing that, he knows the tayra. It could be either one. So zav inim chinz chachmet tayra mashu kamoishu lemayla dain lemayla dain she'enu b'shvil hazulus nakshuchelis basogus hazulus. And this is chachmet tayra. The way it's higher than and not yet related to another, but through this. So it's not in order to have the zulus, but it's but through this you could, this could be contained by the comprehension of the zulus. I'm not sure what he means by that. I think he means that allows us to have hasaga. That's the whole purpose of all of this. Yeah, shagam zulus right. Right, 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 right. 
Ukanal Pedik Memvov, like you said earlier, chapter forty six, Shabchinasachme, Shabchinasachme, Ainabishvil Hazulis. Like we said, like we learned earlier, the chapter forty six, that the level of Chochm is not for another Shariachal Yashiv Latsmi Laskalaskolas, Slashiv Latsmi Laskalaskolas, because you can sit alone, like you learned in the previous chapter, and and conceive of ideas. And, and 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 meditate, and contemplate on concepts. Nevertheless, even though it is you can you, you can contemplate ideas on your own. Nevertheless, it is chachma, and it's possible for another person to understand it. In other words, it's not fundamentally removed. You don't need another person to concept, right? It's not necessity. Midas necessitate a transmission to another. Here you're not necessary, but it doesn't mean like emotions, for example, as we learned, that without transmitting, there's no midas. The midas is not there. There's no... Chachma, wisdom can be even without being uh, 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 transmitting to another. But that doesn't mean it's fundamentally detached and not able to be comprehended by another. Its fundamental nature is such that it could be and could be brought by Sogus Azulus for another to comprehend it. Same thing as the example on the supernal wisdom, it's called knowable, conscious wisdom, being that is the wisdom of Torah that can, that can come and be revealed to another, even though it's not, it could exist without that. And when it came to the time after the two first, it says Shlita Alfashin Havalma. Six thousand years was the world. The first two thousand was Toyo. The second two thousands, when the Torah was given, was Toyo. The, the last three two thousand is Mashiach. So when it came the time of Shnei Alof and Toyo, the two millennia of Toyo, his chilove the degilib chinis eir v'shefer the chok mezu. So in the beginning of creation, you didn't yet have officially Toyo. The was there. Yeah. Now. It, and, and it was possible to be comprehended. Then came the time that now we can come to this Ever Shach with the Chach Mazu. That's what Matan Tere, but not Kamesha Kosbul Kutta Tere Marizal, like it says, Lukutta Tere of Darizal. Das Cholas Yichud Ilah. Yichud Elyon the Matan Tere, rather. That the beginning of the higher unity that happened at Mount Sinai, Matan Tere, whom Avram of Ilah was shown, began by, with Avram. The Ozhoi as Cholas Manshne Elofim Tere, because that was the beginning of the 2,000 years of Tere. Even though he was born 1948, but nevertheless, first of all, he was alive in the year 2000. His main revelations and experiences began the beginning of the 2000 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until it came, Amish revealed in Biya, not just Natsilis, also through Moshe Rabbeinu. That's at Matantayor. Shame or it's strange. In order for there to be this chachma, you need to first. You need to first have. Yeah, some, some. But like, what would what, what, what be missing? That if level had to be yeah, but yeah, understand that level he's talking about. Let's say he didn't say the word shem. Okay, in the root, 
the level of that cannot at all come to another. That's his self-awareness, his self-knowledge. What, knowing himself? Yeah, he knows the Teda. And in chapter 15 earlier he said, that the ten hidden spheres are the level of Atik, of Ak. You can say that the primary element of Ak, the highest part of... Atik. At, I'm sorry, that the primary element of Atik, of Atik of Ak, meaning, are the three levels of Chochm Binadas, or, or you could say Atik, you could say Kesa Chochm Binadas, and the lower seven levels in Atik, Nikra Atik Yemen, means removed from the days of Mislap Shem Ba'ad they're already connected to some structure, and they manifest in Arachampen. Like in Etzchayim, in that section, is the beginning of chapter one. It's known that Atik is fundamentally concealed. Does not come at all in any type of revelation. It's called like a hidden gift. Anonymous gift, or but means fundamentally hidden. So he's just defining where the level is. This Atik Arik, by the way, is Atik of Ak, is as a sphere of How is it a gift fundamentally from. No, because we get it later. We do get it, because there is. He said that this is the level of Esos Fir Atik the Remember, Atik the Ak is the levels before. Beginning of the Kav, and also you could say before the Tzimtzum. This is the level Right. Malchus Dein Seif. Right. Exactly. This is the level of Bchinus Leibachach That he's not. He He knows, but not with a with not with a conscious wisdom. So that's the level. Okay. So basically, now he's gone to the level that, yes, Meichen and Midas are clearly two different entities. Midas relate to another. Meichen is to yourself. But the purpose of the self is there should be Meichen, there should be intelligence in our world. So though you can, you can sit in, on your own and, and contemplate, but the reason that you have that is in order for us to ultimately be able to have wisdom in our existence. And that's our wisdom is also therefore in such a nature. And even though we learned earlier that chakim to know and not with knowledge with with no, with, with, with the knowing knowledge with conscious knowledge is only as the spheres are revealed after the tzimtzum. That we learned before in chapter twenty nine the three levels of air. So if you remember there he said that's eating softly for tzimtzum. Chakim b'leib b'chachmidir is already the kav after the tzimtzum. Here he's saying now b'leib b'chachmidir is before the tzimtzum. That's the Sfirah Sagnuzas. Hine, mashal Amar Khan b'leib b'chachmidir and b'chinus lo yada shein b'chinus shein muhus yudu be'etzem. What it says here, b'leib b'chachmidir, we're talking about a higher level of chachmidir, not the one after the tzimtzum. We're talking lo yada. We say reishad leis yada. Hine shein muhus yudu be'etzem is fundamentally not there. There. We're talking about relative to the Chochmeh. In Atzillus, it's Leib Chachem Yediyah. It's not, it's still amorphous, if you remember the second level. 
Here we're talking about fundamentally higher. Like he says in Siddur, the Mitla Rebbe Siddur, Alta Rebbe, Baruch Shama. And through there, there was an emanation of wisdom and knowledge. From that comes afterwards that there should be that we should have a knowledgeable, a knowing Chachma. Okay, let's read the Kitsan. Vapardis Kosov, the Pardis says, writes, Shagam Chachumbin and Lutzerich Elmas. Also, Chachumbin is for the worlds. Vahainu de Bhdeshi Yiu, Hamidz Bhinis Epnimi, in order for the emotions to be an internalized Huaidea Mechen. It's through the intelligence. Shamechen Pnimi Beetzim, it's like Bi Inyan Hatfisa. Here he spells it out. Mechen is fundamentally Pnimi, it's internal energy, and Midis is only in its function. In its grasping, in its connection, it's in a commitment, it's pnimi. Gam the inyan hamechin uliyas asagal akuzbeelim. Another thing that the inyan hamechin is in order for there to be comprehension of the divine in this world. Tamidus liyas is pilas alaki, and the emotions are for there to be excitement, divine excitement, excitement about the divine. Or moving b'pardes, and it's understood from the pardes the gam yidiyas atzme kaviyachol utzerech elamis. That even how he knows himself is also for the worlds. For Inyan who? What's the Inyan? The Chachma Vatzilis is Chachma's Hatera. Chachma Vatzilis, the wisdom of Vatzilis is the wisdom of Tera. Shalemayla. Oh, there he says clearly it's Tera. So Chachma the Tera is Vatzilis, not higher. Shalemayla Shenetzola. Chachma Tera Shalemayla Shenetzola Beifer Sheicheliyas Basogus Ad Neshamas. Chachma Vatzilis is the Chachma of wisdom of Tera that's that's above. That emanated, that, that emanated in order for neshamas, for there to be the comprehension of souls. And that's why there was the first emanation of Yediyas Asma, he should know himself. These are the three higher levels in Chachmah the three higher levels in the ten hidden spheres. So in other words, in other words, even the high, God has no need to reveal anything. The whole purpose of even revealing that which is not revealable is in order for to reveal a dimension to us as well, basically. It's kind of to us. Okay, so we finished chapter uh, 47, um, pages 81 through 83.